Hello everybody, I am your host Lahakwe and this is Conversations with Yourself where you are others and others are you. So, it is a lovely, lovely day. It's a bit windy, it's a bit cold, but it is a lovely day. All right, we are grateful to be alive. We are grateful to experience life with all the joys, with all the challenges, with all the emotions, with all the emotions. You know, one thing about life, it can take you for a ride. It can take you for a ride. And I think growing up is realizing that life will life and the only way you can sustain your sanity is to adjust your perspective, adjust or change your perspective or else life will take you for a ride. (laughs) Life will take you for a ride for sure. But yes, yes, I hope that you guys have all been well okay i am grateful that we are able to have this conversation today it's a conversation that's very close to my heart and yeah i'm very excited and i feel very open about sharing this with you it's not a secret (laughs) because i feel like when people say oh my god i'm gonna share this it's like one big secret it's not a secret Okay, it's just something that's very, very close to my heart. And I know that there are a lot of you that will relate. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. Please do follow the podcast, okay, on Instagram and on Spotify or wherever else you listen. Please do like, share, comment, interact, however it is that you wish to interact. I would really, really, really appreciate that so yes today i guess i have a lot of questions and i will be attempting to kind of answer those questions right but first i want to read something that I found on Pinterest and I fell in love with the words. I fell in love with the the affirmation that this brought to my soul. It's such a sweet, sweet message. It's such a sweet affirmation. It's such a sweet thing to always be conscious of. And not only be conscious of, but be conscious of creating for yourself. Before I read, today we are going to be having a conversation about safe spaces. Right? I was having a conversation with someone the other day. This person isn't necessarily my friend. (laughs) That's the thing about friendships, guys. I feel like I'm such a weird person because, you know... I don't think getting along with someone really makes them your friend. You know, my very first episode was about friendships and you guys know how I feel about that. So there are many people that I'm cool with, that I speak to, 
not really consistently but i speak to frequently and i don't know whether or not they they are my friends like i don't consider them my friends but we're good we're good so the person that i was speaking to okay or the person that asked me if you are listening and you're like girl i thought we were friends i am sorry i'm sorry okay this is me opening the conversation up about whether or not we are friends because child i don't know i don't know okay so this is a safe space a place where you can show up as you lean into your whole self and just be present this is a space where you can dance be silly open your heart to another speak the poetry inside you listen with every cell and then be listened to hold grief in one hand and joy in the other cry rest laugh loudly tell the truth this is a safe space to feel all of it and to trust that you are not alone my favorite line from that is obviously tell the truth and i we're going to speak about many different things well we're going to speak about one thing today however from various different perspectives which all boil down to having the courage or the safe space to tell the truth or to experience the truth or to share the truth and as we continue in this conversation if you don't understand what i mean i'll try to give you more context context yes context um so so you can understand what i'm what i what i mean by that so this person asked me i i don't remember how she phrased that question but she said how is it that you are not not safe with yourself like how is it that you aren't scared of facing yourself if you get what i mean because i've spoken about escapism on this podcast and if there's anyone listening that knows me personally it's very evident that i'm not a runner i am a facer whether it is conflict between myself and someone else i'm not a runner i am a confronter and confrontation doesn't have to be aggressive when people say you're confrontational there's this stigma of aggression and violence that's not the case you can confront someone in the most peaceful way confrontation simply means instead of hiding i choose to be seen by you in this particular circumstance that i am unhappy with unhappy about 
that is what confrontation means in fact more than anything confrontation requires vulnerability and i think that's the that's the mis not necessarily misconception but that's the the truth about confrontation that i don't think many of us realize we think confrontational people are strong and oh my god but no the most confrontational people are people that aren't afraid to face themselves and aren't afraid to face the truth and aren't afraid of their vulnerabilities and aren't afraid to be seen it doesn't matter what it is that you're confronting it you might be confronting someone about an issue that has nothing to do with you personally but for the fact that you are willing to be seen in that moment that is vulnerability but we are not talking about vulnerability today okay we are talking about safe spaces how do we cultivate a safe space for ourselves because the world is certainly not a safe space in my maturity or or maturation in my process of growing up and besides growing up as i mature as an individual or as i have matured as an individual i'm obviously still maturing but i it took me a while you know how people are aware or or people come to the awareness that nobody's going to save them and that in this life if you want something you have to get it yourself or else it will not be got okay no one's coming to save you so in that way it took me a very long time to realize that no one is going to be my safe space there is no place on this earth that i can go to that will give me the level of safety that i desire so i have to cultivate that safe space within myself and for a very long time i was conflicted by this i was conflicted by this and it is only recently that i've made peace with it and i haven't made peace with it from a from a point of defeat not in a if you can't change it accept it kind of way no i've i've made peace with it in a way that i've made peace with it from a point of knowledge and there's this argument that we have as the human race about the human condition and that is are we a collective or are we individuals in other words where's where's what i just read the very last sentence of what i just read um states this is me trying to open um okay it says this is a safe space to feel all of it and to trust you are not alone so my question is are we really not alone of course of course i am myself i also have myself 
and i also have god because the holy spirit is in me so in that way i will never ever ever be alone but outside of spirituality just on a human level in terms of human interaction are we alone or are we not alone and at the end of the day it does not matter how many people you have around you that understand you it does not matter how many people you are able to 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 experience a deep intimacy with ultimately we are alone and that is okay ultimately we are alone the mere fact that nobody knows your thoughts unless you express them the mere fact that nobody is aware of your consciousness except yourself the mere fact that you are the reason why people know you you are the controller of how people perceive you to a certain extent you are the only person that is truly experiencing yourself because outside of you there are so many boundaries and so many filters between the real you and what people experience on the other side so truly nobody can have the full experience of us and in that way we are deeply deeply alone and that is what is driving us insane that is why people become dopamine addicts that is why people are so restless that is why people are so uncomfortable with solitude they think that there is a cure to this feeling of solitude right they think you quote-unquote cure solitude by distracting yourself but they don't realize that the more you distract yourself from your solitude your inherent solitude the more you feel lonely the more you feel separated the more you feel isolated and i don't mean from the world i mean from yourself and i guess this is the answer to the question that she asked me how is it that i'm able to cultivate a safe space for myself and that is the quest the answer to that is i have understood the significance of solitude and i have made peace with that i have made peace with that right the highest form of intimacy in terms of relationships would be a romantic relationship right and because i'm a christian the highest form of that would obviously be marriage in the christian community we call it a quote-unquote kingdom marriage okay your kingdom spouse all right that is the one person that god had in mind when he created you that one specific person that god created specifically for you to fulfill a specific purpose on this earth people who are running away from themselves people who are uncomfortable with solitude dream of an experience in the future where they meet this romantic partner and this romantic partner becomes their everything this romantic partner creates distance between themselves and this feeling of of solitude or this truth of solitude 
people that have sought after that can tell you that there is nothing on this earth that will cure quote-unquote solitude if you see it as a disease there is nothing and i am aware now that i can experience the highest level of intimacy with someone right emotional intimacy intellectual intimacy mental intimacy the highest and still if i am not if i have not come to terms with my solitude right the awareness that i am an individual with my own consciousness with my own thoughts with my own ideas that the people around me aren't aware of unless i allow them to be aware of if i don't become comfortable with that there is nothing under the sun there is no connection that will ever 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 cure that and i think that's the issue with our society we run away from this truth that is solitude and we seek distractions right whether it's work whether it's you're someone that's always in a romantic relationship whether you are someone that cannot spend time alone whether you whatever however it it manifests however it manifests there is nothing that will ever 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 make you comfortable with yourself there is nothing there is absolutely nothing not even god can can not even god can do that and the thing is yes we are always with god god is always with us because he is omnipresent but god has created us as full human beings god has given us our own consciousness right and and this is true because people who aren't christians also have the same experience we are all complete human beings right so this is me trying to express the idea that having the holy spirit in me does not mean that i i can't embrace solitude remember we are talking about human interactions we're not talking about today this is not a spiritual conversation okay this isn't a spiritual conversation having the i was about to say strength but that's not the correct word i think when you become your own safe space you approach relationships differently and by relationships i don't mean romantic relationships specifically i'm talking about any kind of relationship be it a friendship be it your relationship with your mother your father your sister your sibling your friends your cousins your not necessarily colleagues and workmates and those relationships are a bit distant i mean people that you have chosen or choose consistently choose to interact with right being your own space and cultivating a safe space for yourself 
within yourself and within your environment changes the way you navigate relationships specifically in the aspect of conflict right normally the average human being fears conflict my goodness especially if you are a people pleaser especially if you have an anxious attachment style right human beings fear conflict because conflict to us means there is a drift between us conflict poses a threat to the safety of our relationship right conflict poses a threat to our endurance conflict exposes us right it exposes us we never want to be tested because we never want our weaknesses to be we know that we are weak in certain aspects but we don't want conflict because we know that it will expose those weaknesses and more than anything we fear the truth we fear the truth that is the reason why most of us hate conflict but as i am growing and as i'm learning to cultivate a healthy space and a safe space for myself in my environment and within myself I've noticed that I'm navigating conflict a bit differently in situations where I'd be in conflict and I'd try quickly to fix it, you know, like I'm having conflict with a particular person, either there's something that I did wrong and now they're mad at me or there's something that they did that I don't like, you know, you want to fix it quickly, you want to fix it quickly, right, you don't want to experience you don't want to have the full experience of all those emotions. No, you want to fix it quickly. It's like somebody communicates or treats you in a manner that communicates that you have done something wrong and immediately you are overcome by anxiety. It's like, oh my gosh, what did I do? How can I fix it? You know, you can't allow this person to be mad at you and allow the person the space to contemplate their own emotions and sort themselves out no you can't allow that person that space because you begin to feel abandonment and rejection and you begin to feel triggered so you don't want that experience you want to fix it as quick as possible and when you when when someone has hurt you or when when you someone has done something that triggers conflict you don't want to confront the person you don't want to bring it up you just hope that you are strong enough to sweep it under the rug so you don't have to deal with it right you, you don't want to let the conflict play out because of the consequences that this might have which is the drifting apart right which is the irreparable damage that it causes or it might possibly cause in this particular relationship right lately i experienced conflict with someone and i i i was at first i wasn't marveling i was kind of on the it was i mean i was in the experience but the inner lahakwe which is basically my consciousness was sort of at the sidelines 
at the sideline or at the back or at the corner watching me and I marveled at how in situations where conflict would make me anxious and conflict would make me feel insecure and conflict would cause me to have the desire to change my behavior so that I am less quote-unquote problematic or I am more acceptable to this person you know in cases where conflict would make me change myself you know case in point if there's something that some if if I can't think of a of a of a, an example right now but just vaguely case in point if there's something that someone dislikes about me and this person treated me in a way that made me realize that okay I'm actually the problem in the situation normally I would feel very anxious and feel like okay does this mean I have to change this thing about me so that this person can be more accepting of me so that there shouldn't be conflict between us because clearly I'm the one that's causing the conflict so in instead of looking at myself as the cause of the conflict right and instead of judging myself for having caused the conflict or instead of looking at myself as the spectator I disassociated from the whole experience and I began to rest in myself and recognize myself as a safe space and instead of experiencing anxiety and instead of that feeling of overcompensation overwhelming me I felt peace of course it isn't it doesn't feel good to 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 be in conflict with people but at that moment I recognized that conflict as a time for me to introspect right not necessarily to introspect about the conflict but a time to just experience myself anew in this particular case I experienced myself in a way that I haven't before I experienced myself as someone who is comfortable with conflict I experienced myself as someone who isn't fearful of conflict I experienced myself as some as someone who has a renewed mind as, as someone who has renewed their mind about what conflict is and what conflict should mean and how conflict can sometimes be healthy because conflict brings people together and that's the aspect about the truth right conflict exposes the truth and it is only if you are accustomed to safe spaces it is only when you have accustomed or you have been accustomed to safe space to 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 safe spaces that you are able to express the truth and accept the truth right and so after that whole period of conflict was over i am just so proud of myself guys i need you to understand how deep this is I was like, wow, you were in conflict with this person, but you never, ever, ever blamed yourself for it. You never felt anxious about it. You never felt like overcompensating. 
you never felt like there's something wrong with you and that you should change so that you don't experience conflict in this way for the first time you allowed conflict to be conflict and you didn't let this conflict rest on your shoulders i was so proud of myself i was like wow it means the work is working it means all this i don't want to call it labor because it's not labor but i'm like wow it means god is really doing a work in me every time i say create in me a new heart create in me a new mind i want to be made anew god knows what i mean i don't necessarily have to explain all my traumas to god and explain all the ways that i would like to heal and explain all the ways in which i would like to be a better human being for the people around me and for the world because if all of us individually work on being better we get to experience better collectively and we get to experience better collectively and the whole world and the whole universe will just be a big fat atmosphere of better okay i don't have to spell that out to god but he knows what i mean when i say create in me a new heart renew my mind and it's just amazing that God hears us. When you look back at, at instances where you should have reacted in a particular way and you realize that, oh wow, I have actually broken a pattern of reacting this way. I have actually broken a pattern of thinking this way. My mind has been renewed and reflects in my actions. Right? So that is the power of safe spaces that is how important safe spaces are you learn to be comfortable with yourself you learn to think your own thoughts to have your own ideas you learn to be less judgmental of yourself you cast away insecurity and you just become comfortable in who you are you become so comfortable in who you are such that when other people embrace you, you don't latch onto that. You simply see that as an addition and an extension to who you already are. Isn't it amazing to exist like, isn't it amazing to be self-sufficient? Not self-sufficient in a way that insinuates that you don't need community, but self-sufficient in a way that insinuates that even when that community isn't immediately available for me i am available for myself right because the truth is we can have safe spaces in our friends in our romantic relationships in our family but people have lives and as people we are bound to disappoint one another so if everybody else is your safe space but yourself what happens when they disappoint you do you resent them do you ex do you experience animosity what happens what happens do you feel that they betrayed you absolutely not you need to become a safe space for yourself so this isn't a how-to podcast but i think this conversation would be in vain if i don't share just a little bit about what creating your own 
safe space entails, right? So, in order to create a safe space within yourself, right? You need to embrace you need to embrace yourself and be yourself i don't know if if that makes you need to practice being yourself right there are so many people who pretend to the world and that pretentiousness seeps so deeply into their being that when they are by themselves they don't even recognize themselves so yes if you don't have a safe space externally you can pretend all you want publicly but in private you need to take that mask off i have the most ridiculous ridiculous basic basic example okay but let's say let's say you like to sing right Let's say you like to sing and everybody around you doesn't really like music. They don't really understand. This is a bad example because everybody understands music. Music is such a universal, beautiful language. Terrible example, but for the sake of this conversation, y'all, I am going to try to make it make sense. Okay. Everybody around you absolutely hates music, right? So, okay, let me use a genre of music. This might show my bias towards certain types of music, but let's just say everybody in your friend group is a trapper, is a trap star. They listen to trap all day, every day. And you know that you are a jazz girl, you are a jazz guy, okay? You can trap all you want. You can trap in the clubs if you club. You can trap on the streets. You can trap in marsh pits. You can trap when you are chilling with your people. Great. Great. But when you go back to yourself and when you are with yourself and you are like, okay, let me listen to music and you play trap. come on now come on now like nobody's gonna know that you listen to jazz nobody's gonna listen to your jazz nobody's gonna know you like how it makes you feel you like that you can analyze every note okay you like the resonance of the singer's voices you like the musicality you like the dynamics of the music you like the way the notes are arranged you you just like jazz i love jazz so much guys oh i love jazz so much and i hate trap because what is that but this is me this is probably a terrible example i feel so embarrassed because what kind of example is this but you get what i mean i mean every day every day it's you and your people and trap music when you're with yourself listen to jazz like nobody is gonna judge you listen to jazz practice being yourself listen to jazz okay sing sing okay write your poetry draw 
okay dance do the things that you are that you feel that you are unable to do when you are with people that don't resonate with those particular things right practice being yourself because the thing about the mind the mind can't tell whether you are in public or you are in private all the mind knows is that it makes note of practices and it makes note of your thought patterns okay if you listen to jazz in the if you listened to trap in the afternoon and you are listening to jazz at night your mind is not gonna make a thesis and a report about oh you were listening to jazz when you were with this person this person and the other and now you're listening to jazz because you were alone no your mind is just gonna register i listened to jazz and i listened to trap okay and in that way you are learning to be yourself and you are training your mind that it is okay to be myself right you might be someone who plays the piano every single day when you're by yourself and then now people find out that oh you can play piano and then you're supposed to play piano at your family event or you're supposed to play piano at school or somebody prompted you or inspired you or asked you or snuck you in fact into a music competition and now you're on stage and you have to pay the pian- play the piano and you get a whole anxiety attack and it's like oh what's going on because i play piano every single day when i'm by myself it's about practicing to be yourself yes regardless of who you are in front of but it starts in your own space it starts in your own space that was a terrible example a part of me wants to just edit this whole example out but i'm like you know what let it be child let it be child practicing positive self-talk and this is about judging yourself my goodness how do you how do you know if you judge yourself and and how do you know what it how do you know if you judge yourself in fact we all do that's not even the question the question is how do we know or become aware of the judgments we have of ourselves and it's definitely by making note of the ways in which you judge other people right because your internal or your external dialogue reflects your internal dialogue if someone if you are experiencing someone and or, or, or not even experiencing someone if you are interacting with people and you consi- and you realize that you consistently notice this particular thing about them in a negative way that's probably because that's the very same thing you feel about yourself for example if you are always judging the way people dress people who are expressive people who have a quote-unquote unconventional style if you always look at people who are dressed unconventionally and, and and you're like oh my god you look so crazy what are you wearing you know it means you are repressing yourself it means you are judging other people because you are judging yourself in that way you have a deep desire to express yourself particularly through clothes and you 
fear that you will be judged and you are judging yourself and that judgment reflects in the way you look at and perceive people who are expressive in that way so do you see how the things that you judge in other people can reveal a lot about the things that you judge about yourself right my goodness the the, the moment i realized this and the moment i began to take note of the ways in which i judge other people i was like damn i really hate myself i must hate myself <laughs> if i can think all these things about other people and i now know that all the things i think about other people are all the things i think about myself girl you are in a hate ship okay you are not in a relationship with yourself you are in a hate ship and that that is not only ungodly it's demoni <laughs> You need deliverance. You need deliverance. Okay. Another way to cultivate a safe space for yourself within yourself is to be honest. Right? And be being honest in practice would be to express honesty. That would be journaling. That would be journaling that would be engaging in conversations with people who value honesty to the degree that you do right and let's go back to the to the topic of conflict if someone made you very very angry and you don't have the courage to confront them go write about it go write about it like i said your brain doesn't register that you've spoken to this person about it or you've, you've written it down like like right now i'm speaking my brain doesn't register that i'm speaking into a microphone does it my brain doesn't register that i'm basically speaking to myself my brain thinks i am having a full-on conversation with somebody and that is the only reason why i am fully engaged if my brain could glitch please it would be a disaster okay so your brain does not know whether you are speaking to the person that made you upset or you are speaking to yourself about it all your brain knows is that this thing has been addressed okay so if you are unable to express something either to somebody or you are just generally unable to express something express it to yourself write about it speak about it draw about it sing about it just express it in whatever form of expression you resonate with or comes naturally to you right so be honest and be expressive never ever ever repress your emotions which is another one never ever repress your emotions and that's the thing about controlling your emotions people say you must learn to control your emotions and i I think emotions are definitely energy in flow so you controlling your emotions mean means that you are trying to control energy and energy is something that is meant to flow right energy is something that is meant to flow and the moment you try to control it you are breaking the circuit 
so we don't control our emotions we control our responses to our emotions okay if you're feeling angry feel the anger feel the anger just make sure you don't slap somebody make sure you don't smash glasses against the wall or you don't throw glasses at a wall well that's that's safer than slapping somebody but what i'm trying to express is that you don't repress the feeling of anger or you don't repress the feeling of joy or you don't repress the feeling of shame you experience it and you control your outward reaction and response to it right so never ever 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 repress your emotions never ever ever and you know what i think i think i'm actually saying this from a place of privilege because i'm an introvert so i can't imagine how it would be for an extrovert because extroverts are extroverts will tell you that i never really get to be myself because if somebody meets me and i laughed for two days consecutively these people expect me to be laughishes every day so whether i don't feel like laughing whether i feel sad whether i feel not so i have to laugh i need to be consistent with the part of my identity that i revealed to this person or that i allowed this person to experience versus with introverts it's like yeah if i was laughing i was laughing but you know that my personality is not laughishes or my personality is not socially engaging right so for sure it's easier said than done for the extrovert okay because you you seldomly get to spend time alone child you seldomly get to spend time alone okay so yes never ever 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 repress your emotions suppress your emotions try to control your emotions what we control is our responses to those emotions right yeah and what's also important is the people that you choose to share space with right i did mention that there is nobody under the sun that can be safer than you and there's nobody under the sun that can be safer than god however the people in our lives need to be the closest thing to safeness as possible whatever safety is for you whatever a safe space is for you right so that friend that gives you bad vibes when you tell him or her about your achievements girl boy you better do something okay that friend that you feel you can never share any of your thoughts with because they want to be the center of every conversation why are you availing yourself to them hmm why is that 
why is that right so the people that you surround yourself with for sure the people that you allow to experience you the people that you allow yourself to experience right right so i think you know and again this is going to sound like introvert supremacy but because introverts are 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 very analytical and we are the observers of society it's very easy for us to make analyses and conclusions if i spend two days with you and i spend two days without you I will create a whole thesis about what the change in my environment has been and how your absence has affected me and how your presence has affected me and how those two experiences are in contrast to one another. And I will be able to make a conclusion about which one I think is conducive to me based on what it is I'm trying to achieve in my life at the moment or in the season and based on who I'm trying to become. Or not even become who I am. The people that we surround ourselves with have more of an impact than we think. The fact that we don't think they have an impact proves to us how big of an impact they have. Your subconscious mind is more powerful. Mm -mm -mm. Can't make that statement, but your subconscious mind can overpower your conscious mind because you don't think anything of it right because you don't think anything of it it's this idea of this idea of what it's this idea of something You basically don't realize how much something affects you until it's not there anymore. You don't realize how attached you are to a thought until that thought isn't so prominent in your mind anymore. Right? Let's go back to negative self-talk. If you think you are unlovable and you do the work and you've now come to a place where you have accepted and you acknowledge that you are indeed a lovable human being you will realize that oh my god did i really think i was unlovable like is that a thought that i had in my mind and the reason why you didn't recognize that thought is because it wasn't in your conscious mind it wasn't something you were ruminating on every day it was in your subconscious mind It was somewhere in the background as this soft voice that played the soft record that played in your head each and every day. Think about it as a background noise. When you get into a space that is very loud, you acknowledge that, oh my goodness, this room is so loud. 
and you are aware of the music you are aware of the beat the melody the instruments the lyrics and the more you get comfortable and the more you rest in that environment and in that space the music that was once very prominent in your mind begins to sound begins to sound like a background noise and that's what happens to our thoughts you think a thought and it's so prominent and you begin to believe it and it seeps into your subconscious mind to a point where you don't even recognize it as a thought anymore but it's still there every action that you you make stems from there every story you tell yourself about an experience you had stems from there so that is the silent power of a subconscious minds the people who are in our lives affect us in every aspect of our lives whether they are adding value whether they are dormant or whether they are negatively impacting you it matters it definitely definitely matters so that is what i have to say about safe spaces I hope that you enjoyed our conversation. Okay, this was a very very lovely lovely conversation. It was a lovely lovely conversation and I hope you found value in it. I hope that you can one day look in the mirror and recognize yourself as a safe space. And recognize yourself as acceptable. and come to a point where you fully fully accept yourself and recognize that you are a safe space and that it is okay to exist as yourself authentically fully in all your capacity so once again this is conversations with yourself and i am your host lahakwe This is where you are others and others are you. This basically means that I am a reflection of you and you are a reflection of me. Okay? I experience what you experience. You experience what I experience. I think your thoughts, you think my thoughts. There is nothing. There is no experience under the sun that we have not shared. Whatever reflects in you reflects in me as well. Whatever I see in you exists in me as well. So you are others and others are you is us recognizing our similarities. It's us recognizing our oneness despite the fact that we are separate beings. So this is the way I am you and you are me where you are others and others are you. And I hope that this grows to become your safe space. I hope you come back here. not because um educational or inspiring or entertaining or whatever it is that podcasts are to people <laughs> i hope you simply come back here because it feels safe i hope you come back here because it feels safe i hope you have a lovely lovely week until we speak again next time goodbye